Welcome to our Neuro Spicy Life. I'm Missy. And I'm Savannah. And this is a podcast that talks about everything, anything, and nothing at all. We love our coffee, our cursy words, and our right to consent. So basically, if you don't pay a hefty price for my fucking vagina, you can stay the hell out. Come along as we redefine ourselves because we are more than just moms. We are just two old friends who have opinions, free thoughts, and maybe a sprinkle of ADHD. So sit back and enjoy as we try to ringmaster this shit show. <laughs> Go. That's fine. Okay. Um, all right. You're good. You can hear you. Yeah, I can hear me. Okay. Then yeah, we should be fine. Yeah, and it's moving. Okay. Okay. It might just be being funky. It, and it could be that thing where the level shows smaller. Than, yeah. Okay. It'll be fine. All right. Welcome back to another episode of our Neuro Spicy Life podcast. I'm Missy. And I'm Savannah. And we're back for another exciting episode today. We're talking about the eight passenger. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. On off Netflix, right? No. So Eight Passengers was um, the YouTube. It was a YouTubing family. Okay, yeah. Um, it's the Ruby Frankie and Jody Hildebrandt um, case that's going on in Utah right now. And it's super huge. Yeah. I don't think you know much about this one. No, I thought I saw something on Netflix, but maybe it wasn't that. Maybe you just sent me something. I sent you a YouTube link. Yes. Oh, to... I was watching a good part of that. Tend to life um, with Annie. Yes, because I saw a few of the examples you were talking about before yeah, we started like, recording. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I kind of I I kind of am one of those people who need like more of a timeline. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be working on a timeline for this case because I'm kind of very intrigued. I didn't get a full timeline written out per se. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's just so much going on right now. It in the seems very thick. Yeah, in this case, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. Now, I had no idea who the eight passenger YouTube channel was prior to this case coming. I had no idea anything yeah. about these people. Yeah, yeah. When you sent me, I had not heard anything either. So. And so I, uh, I know that because in my algorithm, um, FLDS stuff is not going to come up. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm not a Mormon. Yeah. Um, so that's just not going to come up in my world, but it will like crime cases come up a lot. Yeah. And so when this case kind of hit and everything went, you know, it was doing all of its stuff across social media. I was like, Oh my God, this case is insane. I think it really like kind of is in our genre and our wheelhouse a little yeah. bit because not only are we podcasters, but we're moms. Right. And um, we say some stuff and do some stuff um, with our kids that maybe aren't what everybody else would do with their kids. Yeah. But there is an extreme out there. Oh. I, and these yeah. two really rolled into the extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that it, it, um, we're in an interesting time where uh, a lot of families are recording their kids for YouTube. And I have some thoughts on that. Um, I definitely have some thoughts on that. I, I feel like poor little Ryan's going to have some issues when he grows up. Right. <laughs> right. I, I think, um, 
I, I'm not, I think there's a difference. Um, I don't, I'm going to say this now, but I've cleared this with my kid. For example, there was one Christmas we were being funny and I think Jimmy Kimmel was like, give your kids a half eaten peanut butter sandwich, peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah. and a Christmas present. So we gave her a half eaten peanut butter and jelly sandwich just to see what she would do. <laughs> right. Because it's funny. Right. We recorded it. I have the video of it and we laugh about it. Yeah. Um, she's still a little annoyed with me, but I think it's funny. <laughs> um, she was like, oh, yes, I remember that Christmas. And I was like, well, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. She's like, OK. So I'm like, but we didn't post it. Yeah. On social media. I was not going to embarrass her like that. Yeah. I was not going to. That was for us. That was just us being funny and us doing our own things. So I would never post embarrassing stuff right. about my kids on social media. But I also would never um, deny my kids social media. Yeah. I have one kid who's like, mom, you should stream. And the other kid's like, yeah, mom, that'd be so awesome. Yeah. You should stream. I want to stream with you. You know, like. Yeah. The youngest one is super excited about streaming where, you know, my oldest one's like, oh, mom, you should do you should do it. You know, she brings the idea and the other one's like, yeah, I want to do it with you. <laughs> I want to be a streamer. That'd be so cool. And so it's just one of those situations where if your kids are into it, great. Yeah. If you aren't forcing your kids to if you're not forcing your kids to um, do these like videos and right stuff. to do the vlogging stuff yeah. and if they want to they can if they don't want to that's fine it's cool yeah. but when you're putting your kids out there and using them to make the money yeah like you would not have a podcast without your children or you would not have a podcast or a vlog without your kids right I think that's where the line kind of comes with me yeah it kind of feels a little um pageant mom-esque yeah but some of the stuff that she put on her like, YouTube channel, uh, I mean, if that was the good shit, <laughs> like if that was the not good e shit, not ooh. even just her. I mean, I mean, like in general, the idea of putting like, like making money off of your kid because you're putting them on the internet. Display. Yeah. It feels like pageant. Mom oh, I get you. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel you there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, there are some families um out there that I can think of off the top of my head that. They have several children, large yeah. families, um, 17 kids, large families, um, adoption and stuff like that. And their channel is a lot of around like awareness of adoption and yeah. like how the siblings form together and like how they support each other and yeah. the things that they do and all of the things. And I'm really down for that kind of content. Yeah. I'm not down for shaming your child yeah. on the internet because that will forever be attached to yeah. their name. It will forever come up when they're getting a job, maybe yeah. wanting to be a CEO of a company, um, they're going to Google their name. Yeah. Like and their their employer is going to Google that. And, and it's a, lot of these, a lot of kids watch those types of um, YouTube channels. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to be very specific mm -hmm. as far as like what, um, what you're doing. If, if you're putting yourself out there, I think you have to do it with a responsibility. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think these people were doing it responsibly. Yeah, it's pretty, it's getting pretty, it, it seemed pretty ugly from just the. Oh, it's ugly. Half hour of that YouTube thing. You said. Yeah. So I'm going to go um, a little bit into like 
kind of who Ruby and her her husband Kevin are. Um, and then we're going to talk about her business partner Jody Hildebrandt, who is also being charged with these charges. And then we're going to go into kind of what's going on right now. Okay, just so we kind of have an outline, so you kind of know what the general gist of this was, because yeah. I wanted to have a good idea. Um, because there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, I'm not going to be able to unpack it all today. Yeah. Um, we might have to do like a a huge deep dive. Yeah. And if this goes to court, I don't know if it's going to be public because minor children are involved. Um, but I would love to see the court case on this one. Yeah. Because it's going to be interesting. So Ruby and Frankie, um, Ruby Frankie and her husband, Kevin Frankie, um, had a YouTube channel. It started in like 2015 ish. Um, okay. It was called it's called Eight Passengers. Well, it was called Eight Passengers because you can no longer find it on YouTube. It became the Medela effect very quickly. Oh. Um, <laughs> like, it just disappeared. It just disappeared. Like YouTube wasn't even playing games. Um, they ran this YouTube channel for several years from like 2015 into 2022. And then like Frankie kind of was shifting her focus from the YouTube channel into business partners with um, Jody Hildebrandt. So when they first started doing their YouTube channel, at one point there were there were allegations, like things, scenarios that were happening within the, within the YouTube channel. And I'm surprised that this stuff came out. I'm like, if this was the good shit, I can only imagine what the bad oh, shit is. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, your six year old child forgets to pack their lunch and you refuse to take them lunch yeah. at school. And then you say, I hope nobody feeds them right. because they need to learn consequences for their actions. And I'm yeah. like, they're six. Is that really like a thing? Like, right. And I'm a grown ass adult and can't remember to fucking eat lunch. Like, <laughs> same, same. Like, and you go, you got a six year old over there trying to make their lunch and right. take it and remember all the things. Like, that's a lot. Right. Oh, most six year olds can't even like put together a lunch. So, yeah, I mean, I'm impressed that they can put together a lunch. Right. I can go into the refrigerator and make my sandwich and do all of the things. Like, this is, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Right. You know, there was also the um, situation with her 15 year old son at the time he was 15. Um, he made a comment on their YouTube channel that he'd been without his bedroom for seven months due yeah. to um, behavioral issues. And he was sleeping on a on a beanbag. Right. And I think the situation on his quote unquote behavioral issues he did is he he was being a funny older brother. Right. From what I gather, because I've not seen the YouTube video. So apparently um, he had told his younger brother, woke him up in the middle of the night and videotaped like this. Like 3 a.m. or something. Yeah, and was like, hurry up. We're leaving for Disney right now. <laughs> and his brother got excited and was running around trying to pack, you know, because he told me how to pack and he's just laughing. And apparently that cost him seven months of having a bedroom and sleeping on a beanbag. That's so crazy. It's nuts. It's stupid. I, come on. He was being a kid. Kids are... Like, okay, you shouldn't have done it, but no bedroom for seven months. Yeah. She also made statements Didn't like... you say something about, like, she already had taken off his door or something before yeah. that? Yeah, she then, had already taken off his door. And, like, I mean, it's just, it, you know, she, which, she... I mean, the taking off the door isn't the worst thing you can do as a parent, so... Right. Like, don't I take, mean... Yeah, I'm not judging you on that. No, I, I have often threatened door removals in my houses. Um... Not because I don't think my kids deserve privacy, but I also think that 
if my kid's fucking around and trying to find out, well, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll show you. Find out. We took our door off just because they, when they were little, they would like hang on it all the time. Uh-huh. So yeah, we, we eventually took their door yeah. off. If you're not going to clean your room and you're going to keep your door closed and you're not going to do the things then so that I can't see it when I walk by. So I don't know what's going on in there. Then yeah. I'm going to, um, <laughs> I don't want bugs in my house. I'm sorry. You want to live with like a dirt bag? That's fine. That's on you. Go move into your own damn apartment. You are not leaving my house a mess where bugs can be in there. You're leaving food in your bedroom. Like, no, sorry. Yeah. You'll lose privileges that include your door. So, you know, during all of this mm-hmm. allegations that were popping up mm-hmm. in t- June of 2020, and I think this is part of the reason why the channel was taken down. Mm-hmm. There was a petition started on change.org to remove them from YouTube. Oh. Because of all the things that had happened. You know, there was one time where Ruby had actually told her younger child and I don't I don't know how old the child was but I seen this video and she was like if you don't start being good I'm gonna cut the head off of your doll mm-hmm. like off your little stuffy I'm gonna cut it right here and that kid was like crying and she was like don't cry about it fix mm-hmm. it you know and it was kind of like Ugh. you know like yeah. I'm just like there are different ways to right get reactions out of your children if that's what you're searching for that aren't traumatizing right and so it's just it's just one of those things so the all these things started happening. People were raising questions in the comments and all the things and had been for years. She had 2.3 million followers in 2020 yeah, when the change.org petition got started. And I'm like, if you don't like what somebody has to say, stop subscribing and stop watching because you're just yeah. giving them money. Yeah, they were probably watching it like it was a train wreck. Yeah, like you're just giving them money. Same with the Duggars. You're just... The more yeah. shit you watch, the more shit you, it's just yeah. giving the money. You that's watch reruns and all the things, it's giving the money. It's funny because that's the, how they're similar. They're both very like, I was just thinking about the similarities yeah. between the two of them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, different religions, obviously, but yeah. I mean, some of the stuff that happened is very much different. So yeah, in 2020, the whole change.org thing happened. So I think they started to pull back. Because mm-hmm. I think YouTube, YouTube probably demonetized them a lot. And if that's how you're making your money, that's how you're making your money. So they probably had to scale back those and figure other ventures to pay for their $4 million home. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it, it was quite the expense. And so um, uh, her son was having behavioral issues. Mm-hmm. This is fun. Kevin had been in the home up to, I would say, 2020, probably even 2022. Um in, in 2022, they split. Okay. Before they had split, though, um, Jody Hildebrandt was, is a licensed, well, a licensed mental health counselor. And I think this is ironic. Um, but she was kind of um, used as the go-to FLDS counselor. Okay. For behavioral problems, for women and men who were having marital problems and all of the things. Uh, Jody Hildebrandt is a licensed mental health counselor and she was promoted as one of the premier health counselor mental health counselors for mm-hmm. on the FLDS church mm-hmm. um she had really worked to get that spot and so she was actually the counselor of their son who had lost his bedroom okay. for behavioral issues okay and after he was done seeing her Jody and Kevin actually ended up going to see her for marital problems and 
part of the marital problems, like it is kind of like an MO that there's this patterns that people are like, now that the story is coming out, there's a lot more patterns being shown. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the cases were, if you don't like this, accuse your husband of cheating. Oh, wow. Yeah. If you want to get out of the relationship, accuse your husband of cheating. And you're devastating these parents, like these men who are like, I've never cheated in my life. You're giving them a bad name in the church. You're like totally just killing them downright. And I don't care if you agree with religion or not, but these people did enough that this was the problem for them. And I agree with that. I don't think it shouldn't have happened like that. Yeah. A lot of it was the, like, she would use these MOs. So Ruby ended up accusing Kevin of cheating. And then we were going to do a trial separation period. And so he moved out of the home in 2022. And beyond that, like Jody and um, Ruby had a YouTube channel on their counseling ways. Okay. Yeah. I remember it saying it's something about her and them like her YouTube kind of faded off and then that one popped up. Yep. And so she's, they started up this, this YouTube channel together and they were, they were talking about like raising kids and all the, the back end terrible, terrible things. I mean, I'm not even going to go into some of it because it's, it's traumatizing and I never experienced half of what they were talking about, but I'm like new fear unlocked. Like, it was like, I didn't know I needed to be fearful of some of the stuff they were talking about. Oh, so I'm sure I have not gone through all of the videos to kind of see what it is. Again, I don't want to monetize them. So I'm trying to um, if they're if their channel is still monetized, I don't want to be giving money to them. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to pick up like bits and pieces on like Reddit and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to piece together everything they've gone over. Yeah. But there have been some. And of course, the worst ones are the ones that make it online anyways. Yeah. So they're, you know, we're just going through all of this stuff with, you know, their thing. And so Kevin's been moved out of the house. They've started this new YouTube channel on uh, August. I don't even know when in August to be exact. But Ruby, it was probably a couple of days before Ruby had dropped off her two youngest who were having behavioral, behavioral problems off at Jody Hildebrandt's house. Okay. Okay. We don't know exactly right now because there's, you know, there's an investigation going on. Court cases haven't been had, you know, documents haven't been released and stuff like that. But there was a call about 11, just before 11 a.m. on August 30th. So this year? Of this year, okay. 2023. So literally just weeks ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. If if you have a trigger warning um, for abuse, I would probably kick now. Um, I'm giving you that because we, we've talked about some surface level stuff, but this one, the 911 case and that kind of stuff gets a little in depth. Um, yeah. If you would like a non, like a more PG rated version of the court case, I will 100% break that down. Right. Um, And do a second follow up on this. Just let us know like down below. Do you want like a PG version so you can kind of know what's going on in the case? Or do you want like a or, you know, do you just do, not yeah. want to know at all? And let us know because we would 100%. I will 100% sit down and break down this entire case in, in its entirety and talk about it for days <laughs> because I love this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like me with food. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, on August 30th, um, the 12 year old boy shows up at a man's house and it was a couple blocks like they they are not close neighbors. It's it, it would kind of be like for you. It would be kind of like my house. It, it's quite a bit away. You yeah. can't really see the neighbors. Um, They're in kind of the foothills, it looks like. Yeah. But he had shown up at a man's home asking for food and water. Oh, yeah. So the man calls 911 and says, I've listened to this 911 tape and it's so sad because you can hear him break down. You can hear the man and his wife and they're concerned and they're breaking down in this in this 911 phone call. But oh. basically, you know, they call 911, say, mm-hmm. 
this person was at Jody Hildebrand's house. They've shown up at our house. You know, the whole right. neighborhood's had questions about her for years. You know, we don't think she's a good person. And he's he showed up asking for food and water and for us to call the police. And so that's what we're doing. And he's like, I don't think the man had really looked at the at the child very closely until mm-hmm. the 911 operator started asking questions. And he was because at first she was like, does he need an ambulance? And they were like, no, I think he's fine. And then as they started talking about it, he's got um, tape around his wrist. He's got tape around his ankles. Oh. Um, He's got bruising around his arm, like his ankles and everything else. And he was like, the little boy was like, everything I did was because of me. I did it all. And I'm just like the brainwashing these kids went through. I could only imagine the brainwashing that has gone on that he thought he had done something so terrible. He deserved what had happened. But he broke out of Jody Hildebrandt's house and took off running to get help. And his sister was still in the house. So he's like, no, they're like, is anybody else at the house? And the little boy's like, yeah, my sister, where's your mom? I don't know where she's at. I haven't seen her in a while. Where's your dad? Oh, I haven't seen him in a while either. Oh. Do they live close? No. So police show up. They investigate the kind of the situation there on scene. They go over to Hildebrandt's house. They arrest her. Okay. Get the other child out. Put those two children in in custody. So that's two of the six. Two of the other kids were at Jody's home that was like three or four hours away. Like it was it wasn't close distance. It was quite a bit away, bit away. And those two children were then put into custody, CPS custody. Ruby was then arrested and her older two children are not obviously in the home anymore. So that's like, that's good. After Ruby's arrest, her daughter came out and said, thank God it's stopping. Like the oldest daughter? Yeah. Who's in college. And that just makes you wonder what the hell is going, like what the hell was going on? Come to find out that Ruby and Kevin had cut off all of their family Ruby's Ruby's sisters have YouTube channels as well and they cut off their family like they cut like Ruby and Kevin cut the family off so nobody knew what was going to go so it was more of that like what I can equate it to would be like the Lori Vallow Chad Daybell case where they like took this group of people and then they cut them in closer Mm -hmm. and cut off all contact with anybody else to kind of control a cult within a cult yeah you know or a cult within a religion yeah and where they kind of went to the extreme narcissism Right. And so after, you know, Ruby's arrest, you know, nobody was saying anything. We find out that the, you know, several days later that the arrest was for like six counts of aggravated child abuse for both of them. Oh, I'm not going to go into the charges because it it makes you it makes my stomach turn a little. Um, So six counts, though, it's not it's not. And that's just what they've been charged with now. Kevin, the fact that he was not in the home at the time, he had not had contact with the children or Ruby in months. Ruby and Jody Hildebrandt had said that he needed to um, stop talking with the family and they needed to do a separation, but minimal contact to wreak their love for each other. So Kevin was cut off from the kids. Do I think should have been cut off with the kids? Look, if it was my kids, I'd be yelling and screaming and like, you're not taking my kids. Like, yeah. you're fucking crazy. And I sure in the hell would not try and take on or be a part of the nonsense of the woman who's trying to take my children away from me. I want nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like nothing to do with you. So if it was me, I would not want to be having anything to do. I would not want to have anything to do with the person who is taking my kids away. Yeah. But he did. He he fell into it. And I, I'm, 
I'm sure that enough people had been destroyed prior to, and he had seen that Yeah, within their church that he probably was like, I am not playing. I'm not poking the bear. It's just not yeah. fucking happening. We're not doing that. We're not, we're not playing those games. It's, it is what it is. Like, I'm uh, no, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to be the good boy. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to so I can have my family back. Yeah. That's rough. Cause like, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't say this is what I would do because I'm not in that situation, but I could only imagine. Yeah. You can only imagine. Right. And so Kevin has not been arrested for these charges of abuse um, because he had been out of the home for so long and he had not had contact with the kids. So obviously these six charges they cannot charge him with. Now, could charges come up later? Absolutely. Yeah. Because YouTube still has all those videos. Right. I mean, it doesn't take but a rocket scientist to pull those together. So it's just going to be one of those situations where it's going to, we're going to have to watch it kind of play out and yeah. kind of see how the charges come. Kevin and Jody had a custody hearing days after she had been arrested. And she tried to say that the 12 year old boy had been watching pornography since he was three. Oh, no. Wow. I don't know what her classification of pornography is. Yeah. It could have been a magazine with women in their underwear. Man. It could have been something stupid at this point. Like, right. Just whatever. Her ideas of stuff seem so askew. So it could have just been like. Right, right. Regular ass stuff where it's just a slightly bit risque. Well, and the other thing with this whole thing is like, it's another part of that. Jo- uh, the Jody Hildebrandt accused them of watching porn. Make them look bad. Make them feel bad. Oh. And so then I'm kind of like, oh, my God, is she using this against her son? And then she says in the she says in court that she did this because he had abused over 20 people. Him and his sister had abused other people. Oh, are they talking about the bullying mm-hmm. thing? The 12 year old boy. Yeah. Oh, wow. So now I'm like, oh, so we, we just we just playing games here. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like one of those situations where it's like, OK, I don't believe you. Right. I don't believe you at all. No. I don't I don't even care what you say at this point. Like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, why would you say those things about a 12 year old? Oh, that's right. Because your reputation and what you're doing is more important than that right. child is to anybody. Right. That's so sad because there's just so many cases where these things just escalate. Like right. that poor little boy. There was a Netflix documentary about him, but there was a whole bunch of stuff. And his parents eventually killed him because they just abused him so much. Right, right. I think this is a time in the world where I don't think these cases are more prevalent. I just think they're being publicized more. Yeah. I don't think more cases are happening. I just think we're talking about them now. Well, yeah, that that was part of what was going on with that case with that little boy. I can't remember his name, but he's so famous. I can't even. Yeah, I can't think of his name either. I can see his face and his little adorable yeah. Oh, he was cute. But that was part of the big deal of Is that case smile? was to try to make it um, so that um, when child abuse stuff came up that they took it more seriously. Right. Because that, there was a lot of reports and stuff that happened. And it was in California and they did nothing. Yeah. It, it was kind of crazy. And now here's the thing with with this situation. When when the allegations came up, a CPS investigation was 
entered in for those of you who don't know what CPS is, is Child Protective Services. Some states call it Department of Family Services, Department of Child Protection, or there's just a bunch of different names for it, but it's, you know, Child Protective Services. And in 2020, when the cases, you know, all of this stuff started getting brought up and CPS was called, they did an investigation. And they, they bear, like they didn't, they, they didn't dismissed it because there yeah. wasn't enough foundation for it. Mm. But you also have a bunch of kids who are manipulated. Yeah. Who are told that oh, the yeah. reason why this is happening is because of them. The yeah. reason why all of this is going on is because of them and they've manipulated them and they have taken them and brainwashed them so bad. CPS could have came. I mean, let's look at the FLDS, for instance. Yeah. How many times did they come in there and they knew that they couldn't say if they were under age, if they were married to Warren Jeffs or not. Yeah. They couldn't say it. No, oh, no. we're not. I'm not they, married to him. They, you get trained. Yeah. And so it's kind of like one of those situations where it's like, I don't know at what point, but at some point they were homeschooled, which mm. when you take a child who's being abused and you put them in homeschool, yeah, you no longer have anybody reporting anything. Yeah. Well, it's sad. That was um, another 2020 thing that ended up mm-hmm. coming to the surface. Yeah, it was it was it was bad. It's been it's been terrible this whole time. And so I think it's just very interesting to see that with all of this going on in this case, what else is going to come out? How many other people are going to say that Jody Hildebrandt ruined their marriage, ruined their life? You know, right. How many other people are going to say, oh, well, these two people did this, you know, or these two people did that. And how many more child cases are going to come out? Yeah, I don't know. But I. That's so horrible because it sounds like one of these um, other culty things. I mean, nothing that has to do necessarily with F, with the uh, you know being Mormon or whatever. Right. Not calling Mormons culty. So no, don't come for me. No, it's a but, cult within the religion. Like yeah, what? It's the extreme part of it. I can't remember. There's been a few documentaries that said that though. There's always like an extreme right Lori Vallow and Chad Chad Daybell yeah although Mormon again but they like took it to the extreme and it was just a close-knit kind of people yeah right so I I'm just interested I, I mean like it'll be interesting to hear like some of these other cases we talked about how things will eventually roll out from other people involved with the situation Right, right. Apparently, Kevin's lawyer is talking out or Kevin and his lawyer are talking. And we're finding out more about the situation that Ruby had moved the kids four hours away from where they initially were living, which was closer to Jody. And apparently, Ruby knew that the police were coming to get her after the kids were found in that series of condition. So obviously, you knew you did something wrong Mm. because those who don't think they did anything wrong would not panic about that. Yeah. You knew your kids were in that bad of shape. That speaks volumes. I mean, there, there is no, I cannot think of not one reason where I would ever tape my kids' wrists or ankles. I might think about taping their mouth shut. Man, I've definitely joked about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or I might think about taping them to a wall. Uh, you know, like, yeah, right. the, what like is the it? The, what movie thing? is that? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're all taped up on the wall or whatever. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. I would totally tape my kid up to the wall to see if duct tape would hold it. Either one of them. I'm not sure the 
the older one would hold very well. But I mean, I'd be willing to try. She's like a whole ass adult size now. I know. I wonder if I have a wall strong enough to hold her. This brick wall behind you. I mean, but I don't know if the duct tape will stick to the actual brick wall. It's painted. That's what I'm more worried about. It not sticking to That's the not paint. my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch her. It's fine. But that would, she would still consent to it because, of course, we wouldn't tape her up there. With She would just be like, nah, and walk away from us. <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't play our games. And the littlest one, he definitely would. Like, yeah, that'd be so much fun. Okay, kid. Here, All put done. on this shirt. This is where we're going to duct tape you so we don't get it on your skin. Yeah, I would never put it on his skin. But I would 100% like do something fun, but I wouldn't do it to punish a child or to oh, yeah. take it to the extremes. I think there, like I said, there is a fine line yeah. between parenting on your own and doing it the way you want it to and taking that next step of abuse. Yeah. Like it's your kids. You do what you want, but you don't abuse them. Right. There's not, I cannot come up with a logical reason on why you should duct tape your child. Yeah. Nope. I can't. I can't come up with one. Now, if I somebody's can't. got one out there, please let me know because I'd really like to hear the reasoning behind it. Like, yeah, because even with my daughter with autism, I have to restrain her occasionally. Yeah. Um, But there's ways to restrain her that won't hurt her or I. Right, right. And I mean, when they're out of control like that, that's a different situation. And it's only been like maybe twice. I just think I just think it's just kind of one of those situations where it's like, whoop, took it too far. Yeah, no, there, I, I, I just can't imagine. I mean, have you ever put duct tape on your skin? Yeah. That shit fucking hurts. So putting it on. I some... accidentally got the, um, the black gorilla tape on my arm the other day. Oh, no. I have a bald spot. Oh, I bet you do. Mm-hmm. Um, it will literally take off skin. Mm-hmm. I, um, used to make like duct stuff out of duct tape. Oh, so... I remember that. Yeah. I wanted to do a duct tape, a duct tape prom dress. Oh, I think you have said that before. Yeah, I wanted to do it. I thought it would be fun. And then I realized how much work was involved and I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, because even a wallet or a bag takes a lot of freaking work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I think this case is just going to be one of those cases where, I mean, there's just so much coming out. I know they've been denied bond, um, like no bail amounts that they're not getting out, which I'm sorry, they shouldn't be out. Yeah. Um, No. Pay your pay your dues. They go, they're not going away for life for so six counts of child abuse. The husband or the ex husband isn't really getting in any trouble. He did he not have anything to do with the abuse? Or? Um, not that they have proven so far. Oh, okay. the current situation, no. Which is why he has not been charged. Everybody's like, why is he not being charged? What the hell? What's yeah. going on? And again, and they have to do things very, very carefully when it comes to situations like this, because the last thing you want is somebody to be out on for somebody to be acquitted. Yeah. Found not guilty. You want to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row. Yeah. And so I think as the investigation progresses and they start talking to the children, because now children are in protective custody. Kevin does not have access to his children. Him and his lawyer are fighting for that. But I'm sorry, Kevin, you're still talking to your wife, Ruby. Yeah. Um, while she's in jail, mm. you don't get your kids back. Sorry. Yeah. Because she cannot have any contact with her kid, yeah. which means you cannot be in contact with her. And as long as you want to try and, quote unquote, work it out with her, yeah. then no, I'm sorry. You're done. 
you're done. You don't get your fucking kids. We can't trust you because you obviously can't make good decisions for your children if you want to work it out with your wife who has been arrested on six counts of child abuse currently. I mean, I just have questions. Where was he? Was he part of it? Was he not part of it? He was not part of the six. The six. We know that. Oh, okay. Okay. So he was not a part of the six that Ruby and her partner or her business partner, Jody Hildebrandt, have been charged with. He was not involved. He was not around. He had no idea the kids had even moved four hours away from their home. I mean, I get she had some like weird views with the sandwich or with the lunch and with the kid on Mm -hmm. the beanbag. Weird. Borderline abusive. Yes. But definitely not like. Call the cops abusive. I'm definitely not leaving marks. Yeah. That we've seen. Yeah. That's the thing. So I'm questioning if that's the abuse where it, that was happening while he was still there. Yes. Or she started to get worse. And it, the the videotapes. So he anything prior on the YouTube channel that started in 2015. It mm-hmm. didn't end until 2020. Two. 2022. Okay. Child Protective Services were called June of 2020 to go in and do an investigation that they closed because they had no foundation for it. Okay. So he's already, he's, he's, he had been out of the house. He moved out of the house in 2022. So he witnessed everything prior to the YouTube channel. Right. Everything happening in the YouTube channel. Right. No. And here's the thing. Um, she, she was, she stayed at home. Kevin went out to work. Okay. I get that. Maybe she didn't know. He didn't know everything that was going on. Right. And not I'm sure that everything was not being put on YouTube. Yeah. Maybe it was part of their marital issues. Right. And so I think that but he had to have known something yeah. was going on. I'm not talking current. I'm talking yeah. prior to 2020, 2020, 2022. Yeah. When he moved out. I mean, anything prior to that, he 100 percent was right. had to have knowledge of. Yeah. Because when my kids piss me off, I call my husband. I'm like, you're a motherfucking kid. Yeah. Well, I wonder about the disconnect in their relationship. And if like he was the one that was like the safe person or if he wasn't like if he was part of it. Um, I'm hoping for the kids sake that he was the safe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm hoping that he was a safe parent in that. I hope they had something. Gosh. Yeah. Um, baby's been on through too much. I know that when his old and so I, I kind of. I kind of want to lean now. This is just me speculating in the aspect of he was the safe parent mm-hmm. um, and that he was not in. He made known hat of, but was not laying hands on, was not doing any of the extra shit. Yeah. Um, because when his oldest daughter said on Instagram, you know, I'm so happy that this is finally coming to an end. She's been arrested. She never mentioned anything about dad. I can't wait yeah. for dad. Who's next? I can't wait to talk to the cops and you know, file more charges against this. I can't, she said nothing. She literally only Mm -hmm. spoke about her mother. I could still be fear-based. I mean, if her dad's still out there. But if you know your dad is still in love with your mom. Yeah. You wouldn't say it. Yeah. Because there it is, the manipulation and all the other bullshit that she can still do behind bars. Yeah. And she's old enough to know that the situation was bad enough to be thankful for it, to be over. Yeah. So it's one of those situations like we need a lot of therapy. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the the case of the 17 kids. Shit. I can see their faces in their thing one and thing twos and thing threes oh. outfits. Do you know which ones I'm talking about? Yeah. Where the girl ran away, mm-hmm. um, ran out and like flagged down an officer who didn't understand and she didn't know what medication was. 
Um, but it kind of reminds me of that case. Yeah. Well, it also brings up the point of like how unhealthy some of these vlog family vlog things yes. can be. Yeah. Um, I mean, the big one is Ryan's World. You know, do you know about Ryan's World? Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, and these are ones that my kids watch. There's another one I'll have to ask, ask what it's called because they watch that one a lot too. But Ryan's World, he, um, it started with just him uh-huh. and he was like seven or something and he just like opens toys and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And then like the mom got really involved in, in it. Uh-huh. And so, um, I mean, now there's like toys and all kinds of stuff with his name on it, with the, the YouTube name. That, oh, I mean, wow. It's gotten kind of big. So, uh, it does kind of make you wonder what's going on behind the cameras and like what's not being shown and, right. and what like is this kid consenting even if not as severe as these, this case that we were talking about but like are they consenting to being able to like to be out here so right. like their whole lives being put out there and how that in itself is a form of abuse. Well, yeah. And then the manipulation that if you don't do this, then how are we going to eat? If you don't do this, how are we going to feed the family? If, yeah. You know, the manipulation that goes behind it, like in the Ducker case. Yeah. Um, They were basically told that they were a filming family. That was their new job. And they yeah. needed to do this to spread the word of God and to get all of, you know, to get their name and God's gospel inside of the house <laughs> of all of these Americans. And they were doing such a great thing. And I'm like, Wow. Hello, manipulation. They were really freaking packing it on there, weren't they? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and even in that um, situation, it was so much not shown. Like, Oh, yeah. And that was a show. So they didn't always have um, this say as to what went online. So these other... They kind of did, but they didn't have... Not like if it's... In right. comparison to having your own channel where you right. can just filter out everything. Right, right. Terrible. Right. I think it's I think it's just gonna be interesting to see this to see this case play out. I think we're gonna learn a lot about this case. Yeah. I think um I think as this progresses, unfortunately, I think there's gonna be some casualties. Yeah. I feel like the Mormon religion just keeps getting hit. Yeah. Keeps yeah. getting hit, you know, with the Chad Gable, Lori Vallow case. You know, this case, the FLDS, I understand FLDS and LDS are two completely separate things, but they have been they have been tied together for so long because they did originally stem from the same religion. Polygamy is what kind of split the two and the clothing and all of the things, you know, so it's kind of like the Mormon religion keeps getting smacked and smacked and smacked with all of these cases. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's just because it's being publicized more yeah than a christian yeah. quote-unquote baptist family or you know what i mean those poor little missionaries are gonna have to work extra hard to redeem this one yeah yeah i just don't know i i feel bad for those who just want to believe and they want yeah. to do good and they want to yeah you know well they think that they're doing good i hate that yeah. like you know i don't think most mormons are out doing dirty yeah I just think y'all, I I think the crazy ones have found the Mormon religion. I mean, there's a few things in the actual religion. I'm a little like, I'm a little, uh, yeah, I don't get the 144,000 when you keep populating more and more. 
And, and you keep trying to recruit more and more. I don't really understand like the sacred underwear and. Yeah, I don't get that one all the way either. It's a little ritualistic, but I'm not here to judge. I'm not Jesus. So y'all do what you're going to do and wear y'all sacred chonies and, and, and whatnot. I want, I want to learn more. Yeah. And I think, I think knowing more, I like to know more because then I'm less ignorant. Yeah. Um, so I got questions. I'm in for somebody to contact us and be like, look, I'll answer your questions and know that mm. it, my questions are not coming from a judgment standpoint. It's mm. coming from an, an ignorance standpoint. I yeah. just don't know. So I'm just trying to ask the questions. Well, yeah, my ex roommate, one of my ex roommates uh, grew up LDS. If you ever want to. I want to dive into the the different things that just yeah. the, like the Chonies thing, the 144 thing, the drink caffeine. Yeah, the no caffeine. I want to know. I want to know the things. Yeah. I want to know why. The things I do know, I learned from her. So. Right. I, and it's not that I'm judging. It's that I just don't understand. And I'm kind of like, well, why is that? Yeah. No, like, I have questions. I, I got questions. Well, I don't want. I just want to know all the things, it's please. It's supposed to be like a, from the, uh, from my knowledge, and I'm, I didn't grow up. So, um, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the underwear is just supposed to be a thing for when you get married in the temple mm -hmm. and it's like a sacred union between you and your partner so i mean i also have questions if you were um if you were married in the temple yeah i have heard some things and i would like to know yeah and you can't go to a wedding in the temple if you're not married in the temple yeah right you can't go into the you can't be a part of it yeah so I just want to, I just want to know. I just, I got questions. I have questions. Um, and I, and if you don't want to go on air, that's fine. I would just like to, I just want to pick your brain. Um, Honestly, pick your brain. And I want you to be honest. And I don't want you to defend. I want you to explain. Yeah. I'm sure my ex roommate would totally answer your questions. Even yeah, later. I have lots of questions. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of questions. Yes. I just need to understand. And maybe if I understood more, mm -hmm. I would... I mean, it, I think it comes back to the psychology of yeah. how do these things end up transpiring from this one thing? Like, this is one branch, right? And then, like, how do all of these other weird things keep coming out of it? Right. If this is such a good thing. So where? Right, right. I, I think maybe I should go back to college. I mean, I said it the other day that I'm like, I want to go back to school. I think psychology and... and um, you can go into religious studies. And cults. Yeah, there's like a whole. I I didn't take the religious studies class, but I was friends with the professor, uh -huh. and he just he loved it so much. You could just get him to talk about it all day. Oh my god, I like love that you person. and murder stuff, and me with yeah. food. He just could just like just. Give I would love to like. I would love to do some kind of psychology. But again, I want to do psychology for my own benefit, not to benefit others. So I feel like that's a waste of lots and lots and lots and lots of money. I love just for knowledge. I love the psychology and sociology classes that I took. I, I do love the psychology and sociology. I like that those a hell of a lot more than communications. Yeah, well, in sociology, it it that really does touch a lot with the religion thing, right? right? Because yeah. like um it talks they talk about nurture nature versus nurture and that's what sociology is is like 
nurture um like what happens when you do this right right and, or like even when we were talking about our previous situation like how things kind of progress because of right the way things are in society right yeah i think it, i just think it's super interesting if i could convince my husband to just give me two hundred thousand dollars um i know most people would be like oh i'm going on a trip no i'm gonna go like hang out in college classes um random college classes like <laughs> nothing like local community college which isn't actually that bad yeah i know the books are still expensive um that's what amazon's for and use books i know about amazon that's where i got all my college books when i was in high school <laughs> yeah yeah I've been with Amazon since, <laughs> since, since, since then. then. Me too. Actually, that's how I started Amazon. Was yeah. Buying college books through there. Yep. That's how I started Amazon mm-hmm. before they had pens and paper. All right, you guys. It's been fun. If you guys want to hear more about this case, let us know. If you want a, like a super deep dive into this as far as like a real breakdown of the charges, I will gladly do that. I will also gladly put together a in-depth timeline of like when Kevin moved out exactly you know when did this happen when did that happen let us know if you guys would like that because I would love to do the research into it and if I had somebody who wanted me to do it just one person that's all it takes (laughs) it's just yes please I'm in like yeah I I will 100% do it I'm probably gonna do it anyways but I don't know if it'll actually go on the podcast so if you guys want to hear about it you just let me know yeah and um do all the podcasty things. Make sure you rate and subscribe this podcast. It takes 2.5 seconds. Also, if you are listening over on Spotify, you guys can come hang out in our question and answer section along with all the polls we do. Um, you can rate our podcast over there as well. You can find us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. No, sorry. We don't have X, aka old school Twitter. Um, Maybe we should have Twitter. That would be kind of interesting. We might Donald Trump that one where we can't keep our mouth shut about something. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have that. Maybe we should not. Um, so we do have TikTok. You can find us on there. You can also reach out to us at ourneurospicylife at gmail.com. If you guys have anything to add to this FLDS thing, if you're willing to talk to us about any topic or subject, let us know. Shoot us an email and let us know. We would be happy to read those and see if there isn't something we can do. Um, to either A, just sit down and have a conversation or B, um, get you on a podcast sometime. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good night and we will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast and spending your time with us. We drop new episodes every Wednesday, so join us next week. Make sure you rate this episode and this podcast. Hit follow if you're on Spotify or subscribe on other platforms to let us know how you're feeling. Come over to Spotify and make sure you vote on our polls and interact with our questions. You can always find us on social media at Our Neuro Spicy Life on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Until the next episode, you guys have an amazing day.